0: Howdy everybody, Cable Smith welcoming each and every one of you into episode 124 of Justified Pursuit. It's good to be here and uh, I can't say that the good counselor is smiling today.
1: What's up with you, dude? Uh, I'm tired and I'm starting to feel a little funny. My wife came back to that godless hellhole that you all call the Metroplex on Sunday. Mm, um and don't I think it's us with Houston please. Uh there there's there's a lot of woke godlessness going on up there. Um I don't think you can deny that. Well, I think that's everywhere. Mm, yeah, but as far as Texas standards, I think DFW you'll sure like you sure seem to want to be like California. That's the gist I
0: get. That's because they're all moving here. Again, which we've talked about, and you seem to think they don't vote that way, but they damn sure do. Because I don't know what else. I mean,
1: like I'm living. So you don't. Right. So you don't know any native Texans up in that area that are woke?
0: I mean, my shirt says unwoke on it. So if uh, I if I knew them, I wouldn't be having any conversations with them. I'd probably be like, turn hmm. around and walk the other way. Hmm. There's no reason. To, like the really, really woke people. No, there's no reason to have a conversation with them. They're going to change their mind. It's like talking to an anti hunter. Give the crap. Hmm. Pray for him. What if you're related to do. them? That's different. I mean, if you have, if they're family. Anyway,
1: she came back and started feeling bad on Sunday. Uh, although, man, normally those stomach bugs pass faster than that. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know what got her, but she's been down and out since, well, Monday, I guess. Okay, so she got home on Friday. And Bill's sick on Monday morning. When y'all were passing it around, what kind of incubation time were you observing? I was sick starting Monday. I was better in 36 hours, and that's
0: when the girls got it. And then eight hours later, Aaron got it. And then 24 hours, Henry got it. But so everyone recovered within, it was like a 36-hour deal at the
1: most. Up to a 30, a two-day 2, two day lag kind of maximum? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, I'm tired today and starting to feel a little tingly.
0: You've already taken one nap, though, as you disclosed in the
1: pre-show. So I don't feel good and I'm tired.
0: And you also disclosed recently that you take a lot of naps.
1: <laughs> I think a lot is subjective and uh, probably an unfair uh, accusation. Well, no. I don't ever take don't what a lot means. So uh, I would say
0: any is more than me. The old man, but you are probably taking one. I'm gonna guess three days a week. Maybe no, four. yeah, no way, no <laughs> way no. in hell. Slying through his teeth, I can see it. I honestly. am not. That's
1: nonsense.
0: Uh-huh. But you, you did yeah. admit that the older you get, the more you, you like feel like you need naps.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I, that should be a shock to everybody into their 40s. I guess, like, whoa, that's weird get older and you feel
0: like in your 60s or something ah i don't know i don't know uh i took frankie turkey hunting on sunday how'd that go dude like i've (laughs) never been to to hunt on this property this nice lady uh has i don't know 400 acres or something out by texas motor speedway and uh she let me duck hunt gave me a key And then she sent me a message after she was like, we are going to do this hog hunting tournament mid April. After that, you can turkey hunt whenever you want. So, okay, great. So I took Frankie out there and she kind of given me a general idea of where she thought the turkeys would be. And, you know, we get there, the sun's coming up and I see a black dot already in the field. I'm like, dang it. And it was a turkey. And so there were two toms and like five hens. And we literally hunker down along this fence line, but we're pinned down. We can't go any closer to them. So they yeah. could see us so we're just i'm just every time they would go behind this hill i would use the elevation and get a little closer with the decoys and we'd set up again finally like I don't, after three hours the hens go off into the woods and uh, the toms finally make it to where i know they can see my decoys which are now in the sunlight instead of in the shadows and they gobble 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 you know and they've been gobbling all morning and i'd call and they'd gobble back blah 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 but they see the decoys and then they go back behind the hill and I'm like, I know what they're going to do. They're going to, they're going to just come in quiet from straight in front of us. And Frankie was getting pretty bored of after three hours of no action. She has her head. She's laid down on on, on my lap, and I look up. I'm like, damn, there's there they are right in front of us, fifty yards, walking right to us. And, mm-hmm. and she has to get up and like move to get on the shooting sticks where the gun is. And we were really well hidden, but the turkeys needed to come from the side, you know, instead of right at us. And I mean, they saw her move for sure. But then they spent the next mm, hour and a half within 70 yards. Just they'd walk off. I'd call and they'd turn around and come back, but never within shotgun range for that little 410. It was like almost anything. How they know take a rifle next time. (laughs) Um, But yeah, she was we had a blast. Also, uh, dude, have you ever had a coyote come into your turkey decoys?
1: Yeah, it happened to us last year. I mean, they got up on us, dude. Like 10 yards I shot yeah, it with, yeah. the, with the yeah. 410. The only reason we didn't shoot one is, I guess, I think Riley, had. I can't remember if she saw him when they finally flinched and spun off on us or if she had seen him coming. But, like, I look over and just me turning my head because they were at that same range, like 10 or 12 yards. They mm-hmm. boom, took off. And, I mean, and there was a bird calling behind me um, yeah. that I thought I had coming. Anyway uh yeah had that happen for sure she, and in fact and we, we called it we called it we think thing. yeah mm-hmm.
0: Dude, so i can't believe him. we were that close to well a shot at it ran off you know it was with mm-hmm. the 410 but there oh, was hair yeah. everywhere and i could see his reaction when he got shot he did it, it, pretty sure he's no longer with us but where'd you hit it uh in the side it's like right in center mass but he came in from a long way. Frank, like, "Look, there's a coyote," and then he just keeps getting closer and closer. And, Give me the gun, you know. So that was cool. She like, she really enjoyed that. And then being that close to turkeys, you... I mean, I took was able to take pictures, great pictures, just with my phone. That's how close they were. Yeah, was just too funny. far away from the for her to shoot.
1: They uh, gobble up on top of you like that. Oh yeah, nice. and dude, I mean, I threw strutting the kitchen in everything, at like mm-hmm. strutting in the sunshine. Nice. Uh-huh. I yeah, I didn't she's call now. then. I
0: called a lot. Then I'd call a little. It didn't matter what I did. They were just going to hang out about 70 yards away. Yeah. Yep. So.
1: <sighs>
0: but uh, she had a, she had fun. It was good to get her out there. Um, also got bait and switched on a trailer for the deer lease this past week, which I told you oh, about. yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We didn't have a show last week, uh, so sorry about that. But I want you to go look at this camper. It literally called a lady it's listed on Facebook Marketplace. I call him and be like, hey, I'm coming to look at this specific camper. I don't want to drive an hour and 15 minutes unless it's still there. Can you confirm? She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still here. I'll tell my my son to uh, look out for you. Well, I get there, walk in, say hi to this dude, Danny. He's like, oh, yeah, Cable. He's like, oh, that camper actually sold this morning. <laughs> I'm like, of course. Of course it did. He's like, but I have all these other ones I want to show you. Like,
1: they are all Yeah. Awesome. that's uh that's annoying Mm.
0: that's there were other words that i came out of my mouth but yes it was very annoying uh and i was like i don't i mean yeah i'm here i guess i'll look at these things but i really would don't want to do business with someone that just jerked me around like that
1: anyway so i didn't yeah i uh i told you it was funny that you mentioned that because just the day prior i was talking to some friends of ours here and he was like yeah i kind of made an impulse buy this week of a trailer because it was like what did i tell you i said it was like i think four thousand dollars under like uh under invoice costs under wholesale mm-hmm. cost because it was a 2022 and the 24s are already coming out and apparently uh The mobile home biz or uh, RV biz, I guess, is super
0: hot. Extremely scorching because of the cost of living is what the guy, the guy who jerked me around was like, yeah, dude, these things just sell so quick because people can't afford to buy houses anymore. So they're buying campers. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Seems weird, but okay. Oh, that's what he said. Sure. That's what he said. Uh so your dumbass in chief Biden announced he'll run again in 2024. You saw that? <laughs> of course you saw that. Dude, it's um
1: It's <laughs> It just feels like it just everything keeps getting more absurd, right? It's like it's like month by month. I can't say it's daily. Sometimes it feels daily. Sometimes it feels like, you know, I think we've talked about this with regards to the uh, the Babylon B, how they'll they'll post something that's they're supposed like to be satire. They're, they're future tellers, is what they're right. And they're supposed to be like writing absurdist satire, and then like six weeks later, it's like the administration says exactly what they were joking about, and you're like, oh. mm-hmm. it just but how does this end. dude.
0: Announcing this, th- that he's going to run again when the majority of Democrats don't want him to run. Man, 70 something
1: percent of Americans, right? No, that was of Democrats. Mm. No. I, I thought it's it was a majority 70%. of Democrats. Maybe you're right. Maybe it was 70 something percent of Americans don't want him to run again. And it was like in the 50 50- it was a majority, maybe in the 50 something range of Democrats for sure. But here he is. (laughs) So, how are they going to get rid of him?
0: Is the question we keep thinking they're going to do something. They're they're something up. They're going to get rid of him. Um, I don't know. I mean, we we just saw that Blinken lied under oath about the uh, Biden laptop, Hunter's laptop. Like, how how are these people not being tried? Oh, worse than that, treason. Like, all this stuff seems way worse to me than why they got rid of Nixon. But I guess back in the day, if you effed up, they held you accountable. Now you just rewrite the rules, do whatever the hell you want. No accountability.
1: Yeah, it's... Dude, we're... Things are are bad. Things are Mm. very bad.
0: (laughs) It's a really great analogy. (laughs) I mean, uh, not analogy, what is the word? Summary? (laughs) Summary, yes. Those are great. Really, things are bad.
1: Things are bad. Mm. It's not good that... (laughs) that, you know, Donald Trump gets brought up on 36 counts of, you know, some sort of paperwork fraud allegation. And yet, you know, the Hunter thing, right. And, and the Russiagate thing. And, but so, okay, you brought up Blinken. Did I, did I text you the guy that went before uh the house committee on weaponized government or whatever, and testified. So he was a,
0: while you're doing that uh it's, i also saw a release a press release this week that the director of the cia was on jeffrey epstein's contact list
1: yeah see there's another thing like how crazy is that right well of course they don't want the names I mean, released it's not that crazy we all should have known that but there's another thing where it's like here we go more absurdity no um so the house is holding these hearings right and Mike, yeah, Michael Morrell, a former former deputy director of the CIA, was questioned, I think, last week. And he said under oath to Congress that current Secretary of State Anthony Blinken, when the Hunter thing was dropping, mm-hmm. went to him and asked him to write the letter that then 51 quote current and former intelligence officials signed calling the whole thing Russian disinformation. So he admitted the campaign got him to do it. And if I'm not mistaken, even said under oath that it was a direct quid pro quote that he had been promised the CIA chief post. Wow! And then he didn't get it. And so I guess now he's a little pissed.
0: And again, though, no accountability. These people that I, I just don't like you're right. What you said about Trump getting brought up on a whim impeached multiple times he's not even the president anymore and they're still tr- bringing him up on drummed up charges and then the sitting dumbass in chief gets away with murder it's amazing dude um <laughs> it's bad
1: <laughs>
0: it's just, it's really bad <laughs> uh let's listen to dumbass real quick
1: Turn this primary from a campaign that's about negative attacks into one about what we're for, because we cannot get reelect. We cannot win this reelection. Excuse me. We can only reelect Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Could you hear that? It was really quiet, bro. On my end,
0: maybe fine on the feed. Yeah, he said we cannot win this reelection. And then he stumbled on to say we can only reelect Donald Trump. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Beautiful. Did you hear the one he was muttering through? I think it was at the... That was uh, in Missouri at a recent rally, by the way. So they had that uh, you know White House Correspondents Dinner thing over the weekend. I think that's where this clip comes from. He, but he says he's like babbling and, and stuttering and, and rambling. Maybe it was at a rally. I don't know. Probably at a rally because he was kind of like light and funny at the White House Correspondents Dinner and he was real angry in the clip I'm talking about. But he goes... He goes. Think about what you think about. <laughs> like he, he got so twisted up and stammering. Okay. Think about what you think about is what came out of his mouth, and he was yelling. You know, like all right, grumpy old man. I'm gonna
0: think about that, Joe.
1: Yeah, Kamala. They let Kamala
0: out to talk recently too, and it didn't go well. I don't have that no way, there, dude. Oh my gosh, just mumbling, incoherent half dude, sentences. The thing just- that
1: the most recent one you're talking about. Or she gets into like
0: yesterday, yesterday.
1: was today yeah. yesterday and all that crap. <laughs> yeah, we have to we we have to go ahead and look that up. That's that's my favorite too good. part.
0: Was yesterday was today yesterday? Okay, thanks, lady. Oh, she's so great—the gift that keeps on giving. And how can she? I mean, she can't run with him either again. Either the whole thing doesn't make sense to me. It's going to implode. They're going to have to run somebody else what i'm saying it doesn't feel He's like so any of this might be real
1: it feels like a terrible i mean if i was watching a film or a tv show and these were the goings-on i'd be like this show sucks this is dumb mm. none of this i mean it, other than you know i guess that show veep which they always compare compare bleh, compare Camila to uh let me see let me make sure i'm set to the right all right Good. let's see if this is going to work here we go. To see
0: the moment in time in which we exist in our present and to be able to contextualize it, to understand where we exist in the history and in the moment as it relates not only to the past, but the future. I think that's the same speech where she goes on to talk about yesterday was today, yesterday. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't that, that was some good stuff, right? That was like, yeah, fix your microphone. It just came in real hot there. That was incredible, dude. Absolutely incredible. Here's one from Dum Dum talking about. Which one's Dum Dum? The, the head, Dum Dum, Joe. Uh, but here's where he's saying that. The cadaver? Yeah. Weekend at Bernie's president? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even going to cue this uh, up. I'm just going to play it for you and then let you react to it.
1: Rebecca put a teacher's creed into words when she said, there's no such thing as someone else's child. No such thing as someone else's child. Our nation's children are all our children.
0: Uh, what was that? There's Chisholm's middle finger slowly coming up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he said it out loud, dude.
0: Said it out loud. They're not. Oh, your they've been children.
1: saying that a lot, dude. That's, they're uh. They're not that, your they're, children. They're not. They're ours to indoctrinate. Um. Yeah. It, that's bad.
0: I have three children that are it's my children. Blood. They are not his. No. They are not yours. They are mine. Yeah. They are so, ours. Back in the early days of the show, I would have just said the big old F word right there. By
1: right. Turning <sighs> over a new leaf. String. And I want
0: to. Well, we, I don't think we either one of us have said an F word on here in a long, no, long time. Long time. Definitely not the F word. Now, with the turkey lease, you were throwing some really, laws, you know, language was pretty laissez fair there, but... Uh, it was? I'm just giving you a hard time. Oh. Huh. Um, yeah, so... I've been really working on it. I don't... Not know. your children. I, I'm actually going to vote in the school board uh, elections today because they are my children. And that's where I can actually let my voice be heard. The most effectively, I believe yeah, You're and correct. you know who I'm not voting for, so Mickey and I have been texting about this, but uh there's these three incumbents who are up for their seats are up for reelection, and these are three ladies, and they throw the term around hashtag hate slate don't they say don't vote for the hate slate well, yeah uh-huh, so automatically, I'm like Okay, so who's who are really the ones that are hateful? And I so I just do my digging like yeah. They are, they're they're left wingers that don't that basically if you vote for conservatives that's the hate slate. Right. Mhm. Yeah. So they like call themselves you're... the great slate, don't vote for the hate slate. Dude, they're <laughs> they're all about get I, I bet you can guess. I bet you can guess what they are what their platform is about
1: transitioning kids with gender affirming care is bound to be on the list um lgbtq porn in elementary libraries um letting boys beat up in on girls in high school sports um diversity equity and inclusion maybe maybe handing out maybe even like handing out syringes and fentanyl Here's their
0: uh, their little Twitter group thing here. Uh, Diversity, equity, inclusion are all bad words to the M I S D hate slate. Yet none of them seem to understand what equity in education actually means. What's the makeup
1: of the board currently? These are all three white women,
0: but uh, I don't know what the. Not,
1: uh, I wasn't talking about the racial makeup. I was talking about like just the. I don't know. Sure. I don't
0: know. But I'm going to find out today when I go vote. And I won't be voting for them. Hmm. I'll be voting for the hate slate. <laughs> that's just how they that's how they effing label us, dude, is, oh, uh, yeah. you know, right. If you are a conservative, you're automatically a MAGA Republican bigot. No, I'm just a regular right. old run of the mill conservative that likes my guns, likes my Jesus and likes to be left the hell alone because they're my kids yeah they've
1: done a great job of turning us all into demons Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. no doubt Um, but you know who's probably best adept well
0: we're not demons so that doesn't make any sense go ahead I got a KJP clip for you if you thought the stuff we were discussing already was insanity then you're gonna like this one in the run up to the 2022 election house republicans promised to put cops on the beat instead they're fighting to put fentanyl on the street by defend funding border patrol their proposal makes clear that only things house republicans are committed to giving to americans are increased crime lower economic growth and more manufacturing jobs sent back to china <laughs> How does one react to that? It's like everything
1: she said is the exact opposite of what's really happening in the world. Mm, I don't know what they're putting in that budget bill, but my guess is they're cutting costs on basically everything. And so then, therefore, she's cherry picking, um, interestingly, the things that they promoted and that everyone is quite sick and tired of. Right uh yeah did you see that uh a i guess what um, i'm saying is she's probably not wrong that they are taking or probably not taking funding what i understand is that it was going to try to cap spending at last year's levels where all the stimulus oh, you can't do
0: that because of inflation so it automatically has to go up thanks well to and also they've already passed them.
1: a whole bunch of laws that we're going to increase spending all all across the board already right so mm. They're trying to walk some of that back, I think. I but, didn't look that much into it. It's But, it, but
0: anyway, what she said, that it's Republicans essentially don't want a secure border, that we want to defund the police, that we want to put fentanyl on the streets, that we are responsible for economic decline. And what was the other thing? Oh, yeah. And uh, we want to send jobs back to China. You
1: mean... Kind of like everything how H- that they're doing, you know, what I mean like how HW Bush and Reagan did like all those things back in the 80s and 90s, claiming they were against it. But while the- meanwhile they were doing it,
0: uh, yeah, well, I mean, I was a kid then. Let's talk about today because you think they it's are any actually different. Doing- well, I don't see Trump sending jobs back to China, I didn't see massive inflation, but Trump didn't write that bill, correct? A bunch of house. Cucks did. Yeah. Well, two plus two is five is the
1: only way I can summarize that. I'm just saying, dude, all those things that you just rambled off. While the average Republican voter. Is adamant about fixing those problems. Maybe if you're the average Republican politician, letting those problems run amok and blaming the Democrats might be a good idea.
0: But that was a Democrat blaming us for this Mm -hmm. that
1: they're doing right but but see they just it's the same outcome with different stated motivations this is what they this is what the uniparty is all about right at the end of the day the uniparty wants to get richer and one side of the uniparty says we need to open up the borders and the other side of the uniparty says we want to close the borders and the first side of the uniparty then says um opening up the behind, quietly behind closed doors, opening up the borders is not very popular. So let's blame the Republicans on it. And the Republicans say, hey, opening up the borders is really getting the Democrats ass kicked. So let's let it kind of keep happening. And they all win because they all get to do this and chaos ensues and nobody knows what's actually going on. Texas Democrat Representative John. (laughs) You don't like that, huh? You don't like the idea that you're going to go vote for people who are going to do exactly what they told you they weren't going to do? I do not believe that that
0: is unequivocally true, what you just said. I believe that Republicans will if... I mean, the last president tried to put up a wall. So I don't who,
1: think that... Who sold us out to China? Uh, initially? Yeah. Conservative. Right. Mm. And who gave us the war on drugs, which incarcerated half a million... Black people in this country, um, ultimately, while they were simultaneously flying drugs in from South America and filling the streets with them. That is kind of weird. You think? But again, the answer to that question is the who was Reagan, H.W. Bush, and the Clintons as the governors and first ladies of Arkansas, i.e. the Uniparty. It's all of them. So and then the who blessings. wrote? And then and then who wrote the very crime bill we're talking about? The corpse, the cadaver, Joseph R. Biden. Hmm. See he, how neat that is.
0: Yeah, the same guy who didn't want his kids going to uh, desegregated schools. <laughs> right, he's this big <laughs> champion of anti-racism. I live in a freaking. You, you see what I'm saying, though, like.
1: Why are we right? doing like, this
0: show? This is so ridiculous. This is just t- talking about these things is just so ridiculous. Uh, let's move on to something equally as ridiculous. Uh, Texas Democratic Congressman John Busey of Austin, big shock there. Uh, he introduced HB thirty-one seventy-five this week, which would give illegals driver's license if they so choose to want one. What do you? I mean, do you do you think that that's uh, appropriate? Or, because I look at it as like a kind of a slippery slope there. I and don't say you don't care. I'm going to reach through there and slap you right in your face. But I don't,
1: I, I don't, I don't know why the immigration Jeez. thing is like the, the least of my concerns. Um, Not that it's illegitimate, but there's just this, I don't know, man, maybe there's still this have a
0: little national pride, bro. It's depressing. What You're does depressing. that even mean? Yeah. It means we need a secure border. We need to keep our ideals, our values. Mexico doesn't represent what this country stands for. Actually, we kicked their ass in a war because we wanted our values, our land. This is not their country. It's our country. Why are like it's absurd? It's you can't have an open border. No other country in the world has one.
1: What's that gotta do with giving people who are already here driver's licenses, though? I'll tell you
0: because then you just show up at the voting voting day and just say, here's my driver's license. I'm here to vote. That's the slippery slope that I was alluding to. And that's, that's reality. And that's that, why, why, why else would he be doing it? Right. We already know the Demi- that's their grand plan. Let all of this influx of illegals come in and then boom, m- legalize them. And then they vote for us. Yeah. Do, I mean, you agree? Why else would this guy, John Busey being
1: like, we got to get these illegals, uh, driver's licenses. They don't need a driver's license so they can legally go to work and to the ice office to get their green cards Mm, no it's a a facade it's just
0: about getting them to vote and you know it and i know it and it pisses me off that you don't care about the immigration thing so that being said and noted once again i keep trying to bring it up and you keep shooting it down i don't care i don't care it's happening right in your backyard there was a dead guy on your ranch. These are important things. It was like the, fent- the fentanyl. It was
1: like seven years ago now. <laughs> Six. <laughs> and the problem's only gotten worse. And you're like,
0: eh, whatever.
1: Have you seen any of the beacons that they now have scattered all across South Texas? Uh, no. So I know that is. Uh, you'll stumble on these generator, uh, trailer generator packs with mm-hmm. like 30-foot light towers on them with these giant strobe lights and what that is in the middle of the South Texas breast country. And it's a beacon for illegal immigrants to find it. And they've got uh, like some basic like water and provisions there and a satellite link to call for help. And now there's road signs. Did you see the road signs on the way back from Turkey? Uh, Not about that. No. Yeah, there's 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 road signs in Spanish to give illegals a point in the right direction on how to find sanctuary. What it should do is point. I mean, that's the thing is like anybody clear. who believes this isn't Go happening. Back where you came from. Anybody who believes this isn't happening, I'm telling y'all, I've seen physical evidence that we're throwing beacons up to allow them to you know to to, to draw them to aggregate and then and then to bring them into the country, not to you know round them up and send them back. What is it's not really even a country then? It's just open borders. It's just a bunch of BS. Who cares? Um so you sound just like Barack Obama back in 08. When he said if you don't have borders, you don't have a country.
0: Weird how things change. hmm
1: uh, Bon out. Fox. hmm And then we watched this show anyway. Still doing his podcast. It's still like top three in the whole
0: genre. Mm-hmm. But he's out. Couldn't come to an uh, agreement on a contract extension, apparently. That's what he said on his show. Uh, which then, a week later, Tucker's out. Right. And we didn't much, have a show much week. bigger deal when they well, fired Tucker. Of course Tucker. it is. Yeah. But uh, yeah,
1: Tucker has gone. Yeah, it seems that voices of dissent who are challenging the status quo are not lasting very long.
0: The highest rated news show on television. Yeah. A Mm -hmm. cash cow.
1: The only one with anything close to that kind of viewership that regularly questions whether or not the CIA and the FBI are working in American citizens' best interests. But according to like my mom, it's because he's a vile racist. An anti vaxxer. Oh, she doesn't even I don't think I don't know that she like knows anything about any of that other stuff. All she knows is he's a vile racist. We talked about it. Wait, why is he a racist? I mean, dude. So this is what I came up with after talking to her. I was wants the border secure. He definitely speaks very inflammatorily. He says things that allow. So he writes his own monologues, right? And by all accounts, everyone who's known him for twenty something years in DC media will say he's an exceptional writer. Okay, Mm -hmm. as a man of words. I can tell you, if you, he writes all of his own monologues, right? What he says is scripted when he goes on the show. So he had ch- chosen those words. This is not off the cuff like what you and I do jacking around on this thing, right? Uh, I take this very seriously. So he, he chooses inflammatory words like when he describes, when he says, you know, immigration is causing this country to become dirtier, poorer, and less safe. He's right? not wrong. But is it not possible that those words can be weaponized against him, against people who don't really understand all that and who think they sound sort of heartless? Sure, uh, okay, that's the point. Like so hold it on, wait, stop. Okay, I know you like it, right? Kind of like
0: the, the half the country does. When when I name See? the shows, I always name them something just a little bit eye catching or inflammatory, just because I think it gets people interested. Like, what is what what could this mean? Right. You're, you and your well, especially your lovely bride is like,
1: eh, it might be a little too much. Four stars, the one who's objected the most. <laughs> I don't know how much how much my lovely bride's paying attention to it. But my point is, you're doing it deliberately, right? Because your thought is there will some people who will be antagonized by this and they'll want to listen because they are in a hundred percent agreement. Then there's others who may read it and think, What the hell are these jerks talking about? and maybe hate listen? hmm Right, that's what I'm getting at. Right, I am now convinced, dude. At the end of the day, I don't think you get on cable news in this country or really any other border to border, coast to coast type of broadcast. You don't get to exist in DC media from MSNBC to CNN to Fox News when your dad was also a big media mogul. If you aren't Tied into the system on some level. Would you agree with that? Yes. Like the CIA has been running American news since the 50s or 60s. We've already, we've detailed that, right? Correct. Okay. So he's speaking truth when it comes to vaccines, when it comes to CIA corruption, when it comes to, you know, nonsense warmongering for profit overseas, when it comes to, uh, well, to immigration, when it comes to, the roots of the Black Lives Matter organization, the Marxist roots of you know Patrice Cullors and, and that crowd, right? All these things are true. Mm-hmm. He undermines his message entirely by using anti using inflammatory language that can be cherry picked by all the rest of the media to make him look like a racist. And I actually think that's deliberate. You think he's fine with being made out to look like a racist? Huh? It's yeah. a bold. I think strategy. I think it's. I think it's his job. It's a bold strategy. Cotton. I think it's actually we'll his job. Listen. Okay. Understand what I'm saying, dude. They have so tarnished his reputation mm-hmm. that everything he says can simply be dismissed as Tucker's a racist. Right. 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 So when he puts footage provided to him by by Capital Security by the by by the by the Speaker of the House of Representatives, when he puts footage on television that proves that people were being not only you know allowed into the Capitol on January 6th, but escorted through it. One man in particular who was ultimately arrested, he can put that footage on television, but because Tucker is an evil person who dabbles in conspiracies, you can just dismiss the whole thing, right? Mm. That's what they did except for the justice department because did you know the goofball with the bison horns actually got out of jail last week some like 2 years early the maga shaman yeah yeah, yeah the 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 qAnon shaman he's yeah. out of jail as he should and be I, re- I saw the video of him saying
0: hey guys president trump just tweeted that we should we should stand down and leave
1: like oh i guarantee you that in during his time inside that he's been well rep- he's been thoroughly reprogrammed i'm sure
0: no this was the day of the event when he's wearing the the headgear literally the the president just tweeted okay everyone let's disperse let's not be violent he's he is telling the crowd what trump had just tweeted in real time and saying i guess it's time to go everyone
1: like but he should the, never been in re- jail to begin with. Of course he shouldn't have been. I don't know why he pled he he I guess he I guess the only reason he pled guilty is because he did not have any way to defend himself until this footage came out. I, I the whole thing seems like a stunt on that front. Maybe he ended up with a nice, you know, few million dollar check and told to go away quietly. And, you know, they kept him in a nice cushy jail cell for a year, however long he was in there. My point is. Much like I've said about Trump, ever since Mo Fax said it, you have these people who come out there and they're speaking the truth, but they're so absurd when they're not speaking the truth that it taints and allows people to dismiss everything they said. And I think that's by design, dude. I'm I'm really starting. I'm I'm dead serious about this, man. So what's like, the what's the end game there? The Why? end game is to muddy the water so much that your average American doesn't know which way is up, okay? I made this point when I was talking to mom so him. So you
0: don't believe Tucker is a beacon of like the last beacon of, you know, actual news. Somewhat informative I just told news. you, I
1: think he's speaking the truth. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't be surprised if he's also being deliberately inflammatory to undermine his own message and his own followers
0: i just want to go take a nap
1: <laughs> so here's here's an example right my, my sister's never watched a single minute of tucker carlson's show never i think i've said this before mm-hmm. she honestly thought that he uses the n-word on tv uh that's- i pressed her on it i was like you really believe that absurd. he goes on he goes on a cable news network in this country and uses the n-word and she stuttered and she kind of looked around because you could tell she realized oh that sounds super ridiculous but he's like super racist and he says the worst things ever in the world, according to her Facebook page. So he has to be using the N-word, right? Same thing with my mom. She sat there trying to find something he had said that was evil and racist and demented. And she, was, she was getting like actively frustrated because she couldn't.
0: Kind of like I've, I've told anyone that's ever brought up that Trump's a racist. Okay, show, show me the racist thing he said.
1: And uh, crickets. But there what do they point to, right? Anything. What do they point to? They point to where he Just said. by the pussy. Very fine people. Right. Well, in that, but I was like, that right? isn't racist, chauvinist, but not racist. They point to the moment where he wouldn't condemn or disavow David Duke from the Klan. Right? Why did he do that? Why did he even allow a soundbite that could have made it seem like there's a lot of people who say? Trump plays 4D chess and he knows that if he plays their game, it's just going to make him look weak. So he says, I'm not going to answer that. I don't even know David Duke. I, I don't know what you're even asking me about. And that makes him look super smart. And then instead of the next day, when his own people tell him, Hey, you really need to go out and force forcefully disavow David Duke, which he then goes and does. Nobody ever gets to see that because he already did the little flirting dance with them. Right. Hmm. And that's what they club him over the head with forever. So I, so to this point about this conversation I had with mom, it was like, mom, I was like, I'm not, I don't like Tucker. I've never liked Tucker. His goofy frat boy haircut, his condescending, dumb look that he gives people when they're talking. Most importantly, the fact that from a policy standpoint and his beliefs about government intervention and culture, he's actually more closely aligned with Bernie Sanders than he is with any conservative that's ever walked the earth. Did you know that? about him I'm asking you did you know that oh yeah 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 he's basically a conservative socialist is kind of what Tucker is right
0: it's weird but
1: yeah I don't so I've never really liked him but when he started bringing the flame you know bringing the fire on Ukraine war Jan 6 you know all these sorts of recent obvious examples of our government being weaponized against us I was like well gosh at least somebody's out there saying that but this whole track record that i'm talking about what it does it's the same thing as qAnon dude just what 3 days ago jeffrey epstein's calendar or some 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 document of jeffrey epstein's got published that proves that a cia director had been on his plane out to his island you know proving yet again that bill clinton had been out there multiple times with rapist kevin spacey proving that um I think the CEO of J.P. Morgan Chase had been out there with him on multiple occasions, right? I think it was I think it was Jamie Dimon, right? I don't know that
0: Kevin Spacey's a rapist, by the way. I think he's just a better ass. That maybe he rapes boys.
1: We're we gonna, we gonna split hairs here. Like, what do you,
0: Well, what? I think that's actually worse. My point is, <laughs> my point is, I think raping kids is worse than raping adults.
1: QAnon was all about.
0: And Florida this. just passed a bill, actually, to uh, where you could give those. Petter ass is the death sentence, FYI.
1: Yeah, I saw that. QAnon was at its core, all you know, the the primary claim of QAnon was that there is this network of child predation among the halls of power across this world. Mm -hmm. Right? Now, along the way, he apparently made claims, and I've never read a single Q drop in my life. This is all what I've absorbed through other outlets, right? Along the way, he claimed, you know, that like, that that Baron Trump is Don is, is, is some some like some kind of time traveler. He's like young Don coming back or something like that. I don't even remember. Weird. They they made these claims about this, you know, child prostitution ring being run out of a pizza parlor that Hillary Clinton herself was was in charge of and a guy got arrested with an ar-15 in new york city for it right my point is q in addition to obviously telling the truth about these child sex rings that, that this dude jeffrey epstein was running apparently on behalf of the cia it was so polluted with all of his other crap that now there's a documentary that joe rogan can't stop talking about mocking every american who ever bought into it right but at the end of the day, what he was actually, the main point was true, right? That, that Prince Charles, was it Charles? Prince Andrew from, you know, the UK was buddy, buddy with the man and is admitted to it on television, right? Noam Chomsky, noted socialist Noam Chomsky, who's like, I don't even want to talk about it, right? This has been happening but no, like, but 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 Epstein, they can t- show you that he allegedly hung himself, you know, in a cell, and then the guards that were supposed to be guarding him, I think, died after that, right? And there's mm-hmm. no footage from his cell for like an hour and a half window while he was dying. And you know, plus it's like, well, that's cued on stuff anyway, so we don't even have to talk about it. My point is. So, so they shot JFK in broad daylight, right? Somebody did. I mean, Maybe you do agree somebody's? with me that it was definitely an inside job by the United States government, right? It
0: was in daylight. Yes. <laughs> if you're going <laughs> to pull I off, I agree this, with you. I believe that JFK was killed by his by our government. Yes.
1: Right. So they did it in broad daylight on television, and I guess it wasn't televised. The Pruder film was taken by somebody else. But my point is like. You pull something like that off because it's so insanely brazen, the average American's like, well, there's no way they did that. There's Mm -hmm. no way they would have shot him in broad daylight, right? It's the same kind of concept. There's no way that this guy named Ray Epps, who is on video, encouraging people to storm into the Capitol building, while other citizens around him say, don't listen to him, he's a Fed who was on an FBI watch list and removed from it after January 6th and who the New York Times for some reason chose to write a puff piece about and who Sunday before last, the night before Tucker got fired, got to go on 60 Minutes and say Tucker's trying to ruin his life. That guy, there's no way that that guy was actually working on behalf of the government to instigate the Jan 6th riots. That would be crazy. And plus, Tucker said it. And we know Tucker's a racist, so it can't be true. Mm. You see uh, what I'm saying? Yeah. There are these people who come out and they speak the truth, but when they do, when they do it in ways, and then the stuff they're saying in addition to the important stuff is so bombastic and inflammatory that it allows the powers that be to just manipulate Americans' minds into just dismissing it all.
0: So you are saying basically Tucker's just a pawn in the whole thing, hundred percent, and he basically admitted
1: as much. He I did an interview. He did an interview right before he was fired, where he said his greatest greatest regret was supporting the Iraq War. Right, I saw that, and then he did one after where he
0: said he basically just outlined. Well, no, it wasn't. It's not exactly what you said, but he admitted that he was a part of the problem of right. not reporting actual news. That the I think it was the same conversation. He said, I've, "He said the 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 media that runs is everything." I mean, that's how why ultimately that's why he got fired, right? Is because he was spotlighting the cockroaches just a little too much, making them a little uneasy. Because you don't get rid of a cash cow like that, you don't get rid of the top rated show on cable news, like, you just don't do it. There's no one else like him, and so he was a little bit of a threat. And they were like, nope, nope, this guy's he's just peeling back the onion a little too much. We're gonna
1: kick his ass to the curb. That seems at least on the surface, like the explanation to why he lost his job. But I think everybody knows that as soon as he starts his own podcast, you know, and his own little internet-based TV show, he'll get more listeners, followers than he did when he had his own when he had his Fox show, right? Oh, there's no doubt. Yeah, he sent a tweet probably, out. That- he'll probably get
0: more listeners that would just that couldn't stomach just turning on Fox just because they hate Fox, right? So we'll probably. He'll probably, probably.
1: Like, um, yeah. broaden his audience to a, yeah. a wider coalition, for sure. I mean, and people but, like but, your sister
0: wouldn't turn on Fox News. But if,
1: will he ever be relevant in that world? Even if he's literally got twice as many people in his audience. Is Joe Rogan relevant? I don't know. Is he? I'm asking you. I mean, there's I a whole bunch yes, of people that listen to him.
0: I would say he's relevant. So I don't know why Tucker wouldn't be relevant if he had that kind of uh reach so joe is dan bongino relevant
1: um no i i don't i don't think that he is okay. i mean it, it's weird dude because they have massive listeners They're 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 waking people up to what's going on but then the halls of congress and all that they, they're, they're just they're just afterthoughts they're just dis, they're dismissed right? i would it's, say that
0: the target joe has had on his back over the last 18 months by the left which is the party that he most closely aligns with traditionally that, you know them eating their own on on this thing um i would say he's relevant yeah
1: i would say the fact that cnn bothers to talk about him indicates that yeah he is relevant if they're going after you, then you're then you're quote over the target, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they don't generally do that to Dan Bongino very often. They don't really bother with Ben Shapiro very often, right? And I think that I think that they will be happy to just ignore Tucker. That his audience will grow, um, but his influence in America will somehow simultaneously shrink, which is I don't know, weird.
0: I just I don't know. I don't know if that's gonna happen. I think by deplatforming him deplatforming him, you might have given him a bigger microphone, bigger platform. And then I c I don't see how you could say he's not relevant if he's reaching more people. They're not gonna just I mean, it'll be just like Joe. They'll be like, Oh, Tucker said this. Now he'll be he'll be on CNN. I promise you that.
1: I don't they're know. Man. Not leave, I, they're not gonna leave him alone. I think part of the reason that Joe is a threat has, to them
0: because he's like traditionally not a conservative?
1: That, I, you know what? I'm sitting here thinking it out loud. And I, and I think it's, in, it's similar to the argument that I've already been making. And he says this himself all the time. He's a comedian and a cage fighter commentator. So he can always be dismissed, no matter how smart he may be, and no matter how smart his guests may be, because he's just a comedian and a cage fighting commentator. And yeah, because he somehow Did you end up listening to the one last week that I told you to listen to where he had uh Dave Smith on? No, I haven't listened to it. So Joe has said repeatedly so many times including just a few weeks ago that Barack Obama is his favorite president of all time. Yeah. Even though if you go point by point he doesn't he would he he doesn't know anything about what Barack Obama did. He just thought he was really like you know, smooth and cool handsome dude. and had a great voice. And yeah, yeah, kind of kind of kind of guy you want to have. your changing. Right? Same, same thing, same way he talked about Bernie Sanders. He's not a socialist. Can't stand any of Bernie's policies for the most part, other than he somehow wants everybody to get free healthcare, but he also thinks the government's incompetent and wouldn't be able to run it. So it's kind of like, okay, Joe, so which is it, right? Mm-hmm. You like this the privatized medicine that you're allowed to get where you can get, you know, in a single day, like a, like a super vitamin IV drip delivered to your house, uh, you know, monoclonal antibodies and ivermectin, and kick COVID's ass in 24 hours. Or you want the government, you know, rationing, right? He he says all of these lefty-leaning things, like what he did to Matt Walsh, mm-hmm. right? He brought Matt Walsh on to give the man 30 minutes of kudos for a great documentary about transgenderism, and then to spend the next two and a half hours beating him into a bloody pulp. And I wouldn't even say that. It was pathetic. He did a terrible job making his case for why gay marriage is somehow different than the trans argument. And Matt Walsh was entirely wrong about it. When Matt Walsh's whole Mm. argument was there's a definition of male and female, man and woman, and there's a definition of marriage. Right. And he tried to say, I'm not even against necessarily, I'm not, I'm not sitting here saying the government should keep gay people from entering into some sort of union that allows them to get benefits and that sort of thing. I'm just saying it's not called marriage and Joe like, right. But
0: no, I, I agree with Joe on that though. Like I think that the trans movement is com- totally separate from lesbian, gay.
1: Like no, I do, I, I, I do. So no, it's an attack on language, which is a fundamental attack on truth. It's straight to 1984. No, they're, they're the, In that regard, which was Matt Walsh's point, it is the same. Okay, well, the difference for me is that
0: one of them does is the, choosing Matt, does to the mutilate of, your body and turn yourself into something that you're not.
1: Whether you're born gay or not, talking about all I don't that know. I'm not even talking about all that part because they'll sit there and tell you, you don't even have to do that. A man doesn't even have to chop anything off or even take any estrogen. If they say they're a woman, they're a woman, right?
0: That's not always the case. Uh, not with uh, Indiana Councilman Ryan Webb. Did you see that? No, dude, so great. Remember the Canadian powerlifter, uh, Andy? What was his name? Something Silverberg. That went and smashed. He said he was a woman, and then he went in front of the transgendered powerlifter that had just set all of the uh, Alberta records, and he just smashed them.
1: Like, right after was,
0: declaring himself a woman, yeah. Like the day of, he just said, "I'm signing up," and t- and. Try to stop. That's him. what I'm. Okay, that's yeah. what I'm talking about. So the, Avi you, Silverberg was his name. He was the head coach of the Canadian powerlifting team, and he went and destroyed all of the existing female records in bench right. press and squat, and he did it in front of the man who was saying that he was a woman just to prove a point. So Ryan Webb, Indiana congressman, last week actually was on April 14th, tweeted out that he is now an, a, a gay Indian woman.
1: Yeah, I saw Matt Walsh had that. It is the headline of one of his episodes, but I didn't listen to it. Dude,
0: the these liberal woke idiots are calling for his head, saying that he's inflammatory. You know what he told them? He said, "You don't. You created the rules. You don't get to tell me how I what I can and can't identify as. These are your rules."
1: That that, and that's what I'm getting at, dude. You're right that. Okay, you're right that gay marriage doesn't have doesn't cause damage to children. Well maybe doesn't cause the kind of damage to children that mutilating their genitals does. Right. That part I agree with, but that's not the point that Walsh was making, nor the point that I'm making. Okay. It's what do you, what do you call it and do words matter? Because to Walsh's point, and I agree with him, marriage throughout the entire history of humanity has been the union of a man and a woman with the primary purpose of procreation and building a family and, and continuing the human race. Right. mm Right.
0: Okay. So what do you say to someone like my sister-in-laws who have been able to have a family through science and they have two kids, they've each carried a baby and I have a niece and a nephew. What is that? I mean, that's a family. It's a family unit.
1: Sure. So they, they actually fulfilled the primary purpose that, that Walsh was getting at. The only sort of distinction is that it was two women that did it and they used some you know, outside genetics to make it happen. Mm -hmm. Right. So I guess the question is, is that just a marriage or is that a gay marriage or some other sort of union? His point is there's a different definite. There is a definition of man and woman. Correct. And if all you have to do is declare that you're the opposite. Correct. Again, Walsh wasn't. Walsh actually said during this interview, he was like, "I don't even actually." He's like, "I'm not sitting here advocating that the government not allow it, not allow some kind of union between gay people." He's just saying that the word marriage should have a definition that's not just constantly shifting. And my point is, that's what the left has always done. That's the whole point of the concept of newspeak in Orwell's 1984, right? You control thought and therefore behavior vis-à-vis language, and if language isn't has zero consistency, I mean it can't matter. Right. If you're always and then you can create whatever false reality you want because
0: they do every what we've seen over the last two years. Well, that doesn't that word doesn't really suit our current narrative. So they change the definition of
1: racism, right? Now, if you're not marching in the streets. Anti-vaxxer, yeah, all of it, right, dude. Yeah. So, okay. So again, I'm not. This is not a anti-gay union stance I'm taking. I'm just making the point. Joe couldn't see the commonality between manipulating language in the trans conversation and manipulating language in the gay marriage conversation. And you know, Walsh was trying to be super calm, and unforceful and Joe was interrupting him and he was allowing it and he was being extremely thoughtful in how he responded to the point where he was going too slow, like too slow. So just
0: Joe does. All that's far. A, does from Joe have a history of beating his guests up like that? Cause you've listened to hundreds of episodes on, I personally, it's very rare. Maybe like 20,
1: maybe like one in 50. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe, maybe more like one in 20, but yeah, when somebody comes on that has, Trying to think if it's been balanced. He'll definitely do that. And there are certain the, the gay marriage thing is definitely one where he will where he will aggressively, you know, kind of berate somebody, but not even really give them a chance to articulate a thought. Well, he's in entertainment. He's from New England,
0: lives in California. I mean, so it's really no shocker his take on that would be super liberal.
1: Right. Well, and so to the extent that he does getting back to the whole point of all that, to the extent that Joe does have any sort of sway in like American public life, maybe it's because he has a couple of of little, you know, left protective enclaves he's willing to go to war over and even willing to, in my opinion, sacrifice his credibility by being what leftists always are completely contradictory and hypocritical from literally one conversation to the next if it's politically convenient for him. Hmm. Literally the only two things they talked about were the trans thing and the gay marriage thing. And Walsh was trying to make the point that I was just explaining, and Joe like refused to even hear him, let alone understand like try to understand it. He just wanted to belittle him for being a Christian.
0: Mm. Now, yeah, I'm I'm not sad that I didn't hear that one. Yeah. No but I'm glad to. you did, so you could break it down for us. Um, I have I have one other note here, totally unrelated, but worth bringing up. Uh, and I sent you just a screenshot, and you're like, i you know I want a news source." So okay, here it is. It's on Fox News. Uh, it's actually everywhere now. Uh, Six hundred and seventy-three UNC Chapel Hill professors revealed a public letter last Tuesday Uh, in another bill in the North Carolina House of Representatives. No, they were noting that this bill, H. Bill 96, is an infringement on the university's academic freedom. What were they so mad about, Chisholm? I'm glad you asked. Uh, The first piece of legislation would require students to take a three-credit-hour course covering America's founding and history. Required reading for the course would include... Required reading on the U.S. Constitution, the Emancipation Proclamation, the Federalist Papers, the Gettysburg Address, get this, the teachings of Martin Luther King Jr., and yet the professors argue that the curriculum, quote, violates core principles of academic freedom and substitutes ideological force-feeding to the intellectual expertise of faculty. (sighs) 673 professors from one universe that's like all of them there's a majority of professors there
1: yeah i mean we're dude if anybody's not clear on the fact that there's a revolution attempt underway um man you're nobody on this show doesn't know that or that listens to this show doesn't know that
0: so we don't want to teach american history and and somehow like we have to include. Martin Luther King and the Emancipation Proclamation is things that we shouldn't be talking about, even though they're about the most anti-racist things probably ever written in this country, or the most influential things anyway. My wife says we're exhausting. Well, my wife doesn't even talk to me about this kind of stuff. She's like, I don't care. <laughs> so she's like, actually, she's like, I don't care. Talk to Chisholm about it. <laughs> I say, but don't you, but don't you think this could affect our children? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, just. Talk to Chisholm about it, though. (laughs) Uh, and She's like, and don't bring it up around family, please. uh, Yeah. Mm. 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 So what do we do now? I don't know. But uh, apparently teachers don't want to (laughs) teach. Not not where they should be teaching. Right. They don't want to teach math either. Because math is racist, remember? Oh, yeah. Everything's racist, dude. Everything. Yeah, for sure. You look racist to me. Huh. What racist face you're making. (sighs) Yeah. Uh, So these are the things that I've brought to the table. Oh, wait. There's one other thing. I don't know how we... I don't guess we've taped since I posted this. But did you see the... uh, (laughs) This is so ridiculously gay. It's not even funny. Did you see the... I think they were from Ontario, Canada. The members of their house of commons or whatever the hell they have up there. All the dudes in the pink high heels, did you see that? No. Yes. So all of these men walking around their chamber, or wherever is is they're having their meetings, all prancing around in pink high heels as a show of solidarity against uh domestic violence against women pink high heels to me and I'm going to say why 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 am I even bringing this up uh there's two reasons number one could you think of worse leaders of just such low levels of testosterone this is how wars have are won and men wearing high heels and number two it's like uh it's like putting the Ukrainian flag on your bio it doesn't do a damn thing here i am look at my pink shoes yay women
1: yeah or like two 80 year old geriatric congress people in america wearing kindy cloths. ken kenti- what are those things called oh. african garb um um i i got nothing for that there was a couple of things i sent you last week when we couldn't record This is from Newsweek. Although it's easy to validate in multiple different news outlets, Biden raises costs of home buyer for home buyers. I'm glad you brought this. Good credit to help risky buyers. No BS through executive order. I guess through the uh, HUD, the Housing and Urban Development uh, Administration, the Biden administration has proposed that if you've got good credit, like Mm. a 700 or above or something like that. Credit score, you're going to get charged higher interest rates, and be required to put more down payment. So you're going they are going to make you put more down, and then still charge you higher interest mm-hmm. than if you are of a risky credit score because equity.
0: So that's cool. Uh, no, that's no. one conversation that occurred in bed last night where my wife's eyes just glazed over, and she's like, "Yeah, it's whatever." <laughs> like, don't I was like, "Don't you understand what this is? This is the re?" Distribution of wealth. This is socialism. So yeah, eh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I thought maybe she'd care. She didn't.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah It's what it is. Mentioned. It's socialism.
0: And I, and I told her. I said, listen, there's a reason why we came to McKinney and we got out of Dallas proper, right? When we just said this is where we want to start a family. There's a reason why you live in Boulevard. It's safe, Perfect. right? generally speaking the most of the citizenship will be upstanding probably law-abiding citizens and i was like i said i don't want sketchy people moving in i don't i'm just like then it's i mean it's a tough topic to articulate right but it's uh there's a reason why people live where they do you're like (laughs) kind of weakening at me like definitely walking line here but uh but, that, but that's, their, that's their goal, right? Going back I'm to just equity, diversity, and inclusion.
1: The last time that the mortgage industry was giving out super risky bad loans, if I recall, it didn't end well. Mm-hmm. 2008's calling. They want your mm-hmm. bad policy back. Um, Dang, Socialism,
0: bad. Socialism, bad. We're punishing you. It's the same thing as student loan forgiveness. Like It's the same damn thing. Huh socialism taking from those who've worked their asses off and giving to
1: those who for whatever reason haven't let's uh switch gears to something far more important than any of this nonsense actually i oh, don't you're say the one that, that brought it up i don't Here's think it's way. not important it's socialism right here
0: and it and in, in the housing market I, yeah i mean I would, it's a I I say especially say it's
1: weird destructive pretty form important. of it too but i mean well, it, it, it's it's as always, it's like the it's like the the true attack of Marxists on competency, right? It's like, oh, you did a good job keeping your bills paid and uh, saving enough money for a proper down payment. And we're going to punish you for that. Right. It, it's the all ever present attack Dude. on on proper, structured, orderly living. And it doesn't matter if it's, you know, abortion of babies that were a quote unquote mistake or, you know messing with a child's mind as to what gender they are or, you know, refusing to promote people who are more qualified because of something called equity or, you know, giving out better rates and lower payments to riskier borrowers than, than better, you know, than better qualified borrowers. It's all an attack on basic, basic societal order. Right. Because they don't like the societal order. Because what does the societal order do? It creates oppression and blah, blah, blah. So I lived with but, this
0: guy in college, Chisholm. Most irresponsible human being I've ever met. Like, the middle of winter. And our electricity goes out. And I'm like, dude, did you not pay the electric bill? I was like, I gave you the money. He's like, no, no, no I, uh, I spent it on... Uh, I have to call his dad. Be like, hey, this guy didn't pay his bill. Our electricity's off. Can you send me some money? I gave him my part, you know. I'm 41 years old. I don't know when the last time I had any contact with this guy was.
1: Creditors still
0: call me looking for him 20 years later.
1: Did he have the word beer tattooed on his ankle? No. He didn't I live, didn't live with him?
0: <laughs> I, I
1: never lived with him, no,
0: thank yeah. God. But equally it irresponsible of a human being, that's, I don't want someone like that moving into a neighborhood, like just to put it into perspective. That was a seedy individual, didn't pay his bills. We went yeah. to Panama City one time for spring break. He took a, a defunct credit card, put $1,000 worth of drinks for the entire fraternity on there, and then just left the credit card and walked out because he knew he wasn't ever paying it. Like that's, that's how you get a low credit score.
1: <laughs> Those type of decisions. Yeah, that's pretty bad. So, okay, getting back to it's not more important. What it is is the underlying or overriding, depending on your perspective, thread that ties it all together, and that is uh, spiritual warfare and the realm of darkness satan and his demons doing their their evil work have you heard of the show nefarious yet the movie nefarious Mm -mm. really no dude it's amazing how well they are able to keep this from people's eyeballs so there's a movie that was made by a guy named steve deese uh i guess he wasn't the director he was the writer of it but a group of guys deese is um, a big contributor to glenn beck's blaze tv stuff it happened to come out the same weekend. Are you aware of The Pope's Exorcist? The Pope's Exorcist? Yeah. Another blank. So there's story. a new Russell Crowe film that just came out like two or three weeks ago called The Pope's Exorcist. And at the same time, a movie called Nefarious came out. You've read the screw tape letters, right? I know you're a C.S. C.S. Lewis. C.S. Lewis, guy. yeah. Yeah. All right. What did you think about the way that demons and Satan were portrayed in the screw tape letters? Mm, it's so you been such a long it. time. You need to reread it. Actually, the best is there's an Audible version of the Screw Tape Letters that's actually narrated by John Cleese, read by John Cleese hmm. from Monty Python. It's fantastic because um, okay. he's such a good, you know, character actor, and he acts the parts out. For those who don't know, the Screw Tape Letters were written by C.S. Lewis, the one I think of the, the great. The demons were disguised, right? Um. Well, yeah, kind of, right? It, what it what so? C.S. Lewis is one of the greatest Christian authors of all time. He wrote *The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe*, *The Chronicles of Narnia*, um, a whole bunch of amazing Christian theological, uh, both novels, but also just like commentary. And so, the Screw Tape Letters, what they are, is a collection of letters that were written by one demon, like a like a like a higher level like chief demon, to like a minion demon who's being like trained on how to wreck human souls, right? Mm. So it's they're, they're, they're funny in a dark way. Um, because they're like, they're, they're just like instructional. Like, you know, imagine if you were counseling or coaching an employee on a routine basis, say via email, cause nobody writes an actual letter anymore. That's what this is. It, it's like, it's like, so the other day you tried this thing, where you tempted him to do X, Y, and Z, and that was great. See how it worked out. See what he did. see see, see where he's at now, and see the thing he's thinks, things he's thinking about. And then, like, oh, you totally messed this up. You got to fix this. You, you, how did you let him walk into a church? What's wrong with you? <laughs> right, like it's that's the whole book. It's not a very long book. It's a short book. Check it out. The John Cleese narrated or you know read audible version is awesome. Um, but it's it's incredibly on a certain level, terrifying because it's so much more, it is like you you can see what he's writing about is the battle in your own mind when you're tempted by sin, right? Mm. And how drifting from God creates a void that gets filled by that, right? And how like one little sin turns into a snowball, slowly building as it slowly rolls down the hill. Kind and so it's
0: this- also. That reminds me of if you tell a lie, that leads to another. There you
1: lie. go, exactly. And another lie leads to a never-ending never string of lies to cover up the original yeah. lie, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's presented as an intellectual battle that you're having with the spirits of darkness, right? Not as the Exorcist film from the '70s presented it, right? Of you know, heads spinning around and people sticking to the ceiling and projectile puking all over the place, right? And that's the interesting thing about this new movie nefarious coming out at the same time as the Pope's exorcist. The Pope's exorcist is actually about an actual Catholic priest exorcist who was doing so many exorcisms that he got the nickname, the Pope's exorcist because the Pope gave basically, apparently there's like a permission approval process in Catholicism where these priests have to get permission to go perform an exorcism. And he was coming forth with so many of them. The Pope was just like, go just go do it. Right. Mm. Um, but what they've done then is like just bastardized the entire conversation, Hollywoodized it, made it to be scary and, you know, and just outlandish and over the top, which I believe that exorcisms are real. that deliverance ministry is real, that possession is real, but you know, 99 times out of a hundred, it's way more like the screw tape letters version of it where they're wreaking havoc in your life without it, like, Anybody being able to see that what it actually is than the exorcist version of it where, you know, like I said, eyes are glowing red and green stuff is projectile vomiting, right? I
0: told you about the girl that it took like four men to hold down in Brazil.
1: Really? No, I don't remember. Maybe you have, but I don't
0: remember it. The first mission trip I went on to the Amazon, um, I wasn't First-hand account, y'all. Well, I I didn't see it. My brother saw it. Okay. Closing enough, and um, and then two of the translators and just one of the the pastors that was on the houseboat that we were taking down the river, they were there. And so this, I think it was a seven or eight year old girl, young girl, younger than my kids, and uh, she would turn violent and have this voice that wasn't uh, it wasn't something that a human could or should have made. Yep, she would speak like that, and it and it wasn't at all times. But um, so did you see
1: any of that? No, 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 no. You didn't see it any was of very
0: it. well known throughout the like. It okay. was a huge deal when this girl right. was ultimately gotcha. The demon was cast away by the pastor, and but then three men holding this girl down while the pastor like you're talking about. Think about your daughter, your youngest daughter. Like taking three dudes to hold that tiny human down. Yeah. There's no way, like something that just gives me the chills thinking about it and the way that they told this story and everything.
1: The way the exorcist portrays it, the way this movie, The Pope's Exorcist, that just came out with Russell Crow, Crow portrays it, there are elements of that that are recorded, documented cases in spiritual warfare. But the reality is, the vast majority of the time, vast, vast majority of the time. It's this angel on one shoulder, demon on the other shoulder, trying to convince, you know, each one trying to either lead you in the right path or lead you down the wrong path. Right. So this nefarious film has come out and it's only available. It was only released in like 600 theaters because of budget constraints and stuff like that. And speaking of demons, like the attack, I've listened to a couple of podcasts with these guys who've made it and the attacks that they got as they got closer and closer to releasing this film on them like physically. The dude Steve Dace ended up with a MRSA abscess in his side that almost killed him like mm. th- like a month ago. Like right as the thing was being released. The devil is trying like hell to stop this thing. But apparently the entire premise is the premise of the film is that a man on death row says that he is possessed by a demon and should not be therefore executed. So the state sends a psychiatrist in to do an evaluation. So the entire film is this demon-possessed inmate, serial killer, a a psychiatrist who I believe is a Mm. non-believer, or at least someone who doesn't believe in demon possession. And and then I think there's at least one or maybe more than one third-party believers involved. And so it's all just dialogue-driven. It's all conversations. Like Apparently, there's no nudity. There's no uh, foul language, um, which... In possession cases, there's a lot of cussing generally, but there's not very much of that. There's very, there's like a tiny little minimal amount of violence. It's really just these conversations revealing how the spiritual battle is really this intellectual um, heavyweight, meaning the devil, right? Trying to warp your mind into doing things you shouldn't be doing, right? Which is very much like the screw tape letters, I, the, the people I've talked to that have seen it, they're like, it's, it's basically the movie version of the screw tape Letters um, in the way it's presented. And it's supposed to be awesome. Everybody that I've talked to firsthand that has seen it has come out. It's in like, theaters? Right now, but I think you can already stream it. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw earlier you can, and I haven't tracked down where yet. Okay. But it's, only in, it's not in very many theaters because they didn't have the budget. Okay, for well, to we need long. to review it. Agreed. Yes. Let's get on that.
0: If we can stream it, I'll stream it asap. Yeah. I don't think I'll be going to
1: movie theater though. I'm not. But yeah. Let's wrap this up because I'm I'm sick of fighting the dang internet connection issues. I'll see if I can figure out whatever updates I need to do to my <gasps> router and blah blah blah.
0: Grandpa needs things. a nap. All, All right. right. It's worse. We gotta go. Gotta get out of here. For Chisholm Cook, <laughs> I'm Cable Smith. Way to end on a high. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. It's episode 124 of Justified Pursuit, and we will see you guys next time. Pray against the darkness.